we have so much to talk about. There's actually an entirely new article to the CRTA in Illinois. That's the Cannabis Regulation and Tax Act, and it just came out like yesterday. So let's talk to about it on uh, today's very special episode of... Hello again, my name's Tom. You can find me at uh, CanvasIndustryLawyer.com, an online resource, and this will be going there soon. Illinois just amended its uh, Cannabis Regulation and Tax Act to include uh, a new article, Article 18, tied applicants. Somebody reached out to me who used to own a cannabis dispensary in Illinois the other day and was saying, hey, have you seen what the Senate's doing? And I'm like, uh, no, no. And uh, I saw that in uh, some of the emails that I watch uh, on a daily basis, and so I stopped preparing stuff about grams per watt and also what the appropriate trim ratio is. And I wanted to stop by and say hi to everybody and then also explain a uh, new Article 18. It took some doing. It took a lot of doing, actually. I had to go into this and then you can find out exactly what bills were passed in a particular week. And then that led me to um, a fairly lengthy one, to be honest. Let's see if I can. Here it is, the Article 18 tied applicants. This link is in the description below. So we're going to go over this in fairly good detail, but if you're looking for it, it is in the description below. You can find that. And then that's the 170 odd pages of stuff that was uh, passed yesterday or, or this week. And it has to do with what's going to be going on with these scorings. There's going to be a lot of ties, it looks like, because there's an entirely new article. I need to turn that calendar off. There's an entirely new article I should probably go on to. See, that's the thing. It just updated. And so I wanted to come on and talk about this new update. I forgot to turn off, um, do not, or turn on, do not disturb. So like people like to call me for some reason. Anyway, um, this was just passed and it looks like it's going to become sums effective like immediately. Uh, and so this is going to apply for everybody who won or, or who got close to winning or who wants to appeal their decision about whether or not they won, because uh, you are going to be entered into a lottery if you win. So they're doing a hybrid type thing because there's obviously going to be people who win. And it also answers the question that I've had regarding, well, what happens if in the uh, Chicagoland BLS region, there is a 50-way tie for first. So because there's a 50-way tie for first, it looks like they will then have to be entered into this um, uh, lottery system. And so we're going to go over uh, the lottery system now. So uh, let's just zoom into it. Uh, like I said, brand spanking new, Article 18, tied applicants. Uh, one of the things that I can comment on uh, is that the uh, this article has to correspond to the uh, Article 15, which had to do for the dispensaries. So uh, Article 15 now will be Article 18 is right behind it, tied applicants. So an applicant, of course, is somebody who uh, applied for a dispensing organization. This doesn't apply to the um, stuff from the Department of Agriculture. That would be your growers and your processors and your transporters. See, it talks about BLS regions. It says by lot, a randomized method of choosing between two or more eligible applicants department, that's the IDPFR, dispensing organization license, that's what everybody's going after right now. Eligible applicants, that is an applicant who is tied to participate in the process by which a remaining available license is distributed by lot. 
license means a conditional gross use officer, principal officer, and then this principal officer has the same type of definition that was defined under you know, section 110 right there. Uh, and then remaining available license, that means a license in a BLS region that has not been awarded by the department at the conclusion of the scoring process period. There may be more than one remaining available license in a BLS region. For example, if four licenses in a BLS region and the five highest scoring applicants receive scores of 245, 240, 235, 235, and 235, the applicants receiving 245 and 240, applicant points will be awarded the license and the three applicants receiving 235 points may become eligible applicants. Likewise, if one license is available in a BLS region and there are five available applicants with the highest score, all five applicants may become eligible applicants. Scoring process period is the period of time between the conclusion of the submission period and when the department publishes the following information. One, names of applicants that have been awarded licenses based on receiving the highest number of application points and the names of the tied applicants that may become eligible applicants. And then they go on to define this new thing, tied applicant. Tied applicant means an applicant for a conditional adult use dispensing organization license issued under subsection A of section 15-25 that has received the same number of application points as one or more other applicants in the same BLS region and would have been awarded a license, but for the one or more other applicants that received the same number of application points. Method of distribution. So the method of distribution of the license for the tied applications in a BLS region. A tied applicant may qualify as an eligible applicant subject to the following. One, a tied applicant is prohibited from becoming an eligible applicant if a principal officer of the tied applicant is a principal officer of more tied applicants than the number of avail uh, the number of remaining available licenses. For example, if an individual is a principal officer of four tied applicants and there are two remaining available licenses, no more than two of those tied applicants may become eligible applicants. Two, a tied applicant is prohibited from becoming an eligible applicant if a principal officer of a tied applicant resigns after the conclusion of the scoring process. Three, a tied applicant is prohibited from becoming an eligible applicant if after the conclusion of the declination period identified pursuant to subsection B, a principal officer of the applicant is a principal officer of more tied applicants than the number of remaining available licenses. B, a tied applicant may decline to become an eligible applicant by informing the department within five business days of the conclusion of the scoring process. The declination must be submitted on forms provided by the department. See, if the conclusion of the scoring process period, there are two or more eligible applicants, the department may distribute the remaining available licenses by lot, subject to the following. One, the department shall publish a list of eligible applicants at least five business days before the day of remaining available licenses are distributed. Two, the drawing of lot for all remaining available licenses shall occur on the same day. Three, for each BLS region, the department shall draw a number of eligible applicants equal to five times the number of remaining eligible applicants. Hmm, that one didn't make any sense. The department shall draw a number of eligible applicants equal to five times the number of remaining eligible applicants. Four, within each BLS region, the first eligible applicant drawn shall have the first right to a remaining available license. The second eligible applicant drawn shall have the second right to the remaining available license. The same pattern shall continue for each subsequent eligible applicant drawn. Okay, I think what that has done is answered this question. So you're in Chicago, 
there's 47 of these licenses. There's a 50-way tie for first. And so you would you would draw, and, and randomly that person would win, on to the next one, randomly that person would win, on to the next one, randomly that person would win. So it, it doesn't necessarily mean that if you put in 10 applications uh, and you got a perfect score on 10 applications, and that perfect score was tied four different ways, and they also put in 10 applications, in the BLS region. So there's going to be a very large lottery to determine who wins, which makes it way more difficult to sue. So let's get back to uh, reviewing Article 18 of the Cannabis Regulation and Tax Act that was just passed this week uh, in May of 2020. So the process for distributing the remaining available licenses shall be recorded by the department in a format at its discretion. If upon being selected for a remaining available license, the eligible applicant has a principal officer that is a principal officer in more than 10 early approval, adult use dispensary, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they, they just kind of list all the types of dispensary licenses. The licensee must then choose which license to abandon pursuant to section D uh, of section 15-36 and notify the department in writing within five business days. If the eligible applicant or licensees do not notify the department as required, the department shall refuse to issue all our remaining licenses available by lot to the eligible applicant. Seven, all remaining available licenses that are abandoned shall be distributed to the next eligible applicant drawn by lot. If there are no additional eligible applicants, the license shall be awarded to the applicant receiving the next highest number of application points in the BLS region. And that is the end of Article 18. That's the brand new Article 18 that was just passed this week. It really has some fascinating implications. So the, uh, the amount of lawsuits might decline because all these people may tie and then it doesn't become whether or not they, they won points or they lost points. It becomes a game. It becomes random chance. We have an Arizona situation more in Illinois, and this might be very, very good for avoiding a lot of litigation, depending on how it shakes out, uh, simply because if there's so many ties. And then they have these, these rules set up so there's going to be cross-outs if there's overlap. So people were gaming the system to try to put together the best teams and then take the, the largest market share that they could in this, you know, try to get, you know, 10 dispensary licenses. And so some people may end up with 10 dispensary licenses. Some people whose teams were overlapped might end up with ties, and then they're going to have to be resignations. So the winners in this in Illinois appear to really be shaping up to be being winners in the sense that it is going to be somewhat random. Uh, and it's also going to, I mean, then now they, they have more incentive to be like, trust me, they tied. They tied put them all into the, the random number generator, and then that won't be near as asylable by litigation. Uh, fascinating stuff. They also made a few other uh, changes to the uh, Cannabis Regulation and Tax Act. For example, uh, because there's such a demand for cultivators and other employees and the background checks are very, very onerous and they can take weeks, now you can begin work after you've been given a job offer and as the background check is pending, you just might lose your job if you fail your background check. So all those people that call me about, I have a felony, can I work? Yeah, go for it. See if they uh, they reject you. 
they may now the IUPFR actually brags on their ability to uh, issue licenses to felons. They say they have a 98% uh, record. Of course, that there could be some chilling effect of felons. They might not even apply, and that could explain the 98%. However, the CRTA in Illinois does have a lot of provisions on it that uh, really try to uh, infuse uh, the you know, felons and people with a criminal background into the Illinois cannabis industry. And it's a very just bill, and it just looks like I got a little bit more fair. This should uh, bode well for the litigation. There's still be litigation, don't get me wrong. But this should go well for it. And then I, I, one of the things that was mentioned that I didn't see in there specifically was that these uh, random number generators are going to not be able to be subject to administrative review. So they wouldn't be appealable by law. I didn't see that. We did just read the entire Article 18. It didn't take that long. I'm going to slice this up. I'll probably turn this into a quick web page. It's only one, two, three, four, five, five pages is this new article. Uh, I'll probably slice that up as well, hit print on it, and then you know make a downloadable on my webpage. CannabisIndustryLawyer.com, an online resource for learning more about the cannabis industry. Thanks for tuning in.